Hello, strangers. It's a new, it's a new day, uh, a new week. Uh, this is Luis. I'm here with Miguel. Hello. We are community of strangers, and um, we wanted to talk about this uh, movement that is um, uh, g growing, and it started in Latin America. It started specifically in Chile um, with a group of women um, called Las Tesis. Uh, they created this chant, this hymn, um, in which they, uh, you know, it's it, with a choreography, um, and they are protesting violence against women, and they're protesting the system that does not help them, um, you know, and with any, and with any crime related to women, related to, to um, violence against women, this, they feel the system is, is against them. And so they, they created this, uh, this chant, and now this has become a popular protest. And it's spreading across Latin America, and we've seen it um, happen in certain parts of Europe. Uh, and... Uh, some parts of the Middle East, I think, I've seen too. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> I think for context, this is similar, in a way, to the um, hashtag MeToo. I think so. Movement. Yeah. However, obviously, this is different because, um, you know, we don't have that inequality problem in the U.S. as much as um, there are in other countries. Right, because with the Me Too movement, um, the way that that I understand it is, the 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 women are just tired of being harassed at work. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that men make advances on them, and those advances are not welcome. Yeah, and it ends up sometimes, you know, going to the extreme. Uh, that you know there, uh, you know there's rape involved. Correct, and, and and most of it is is for rape. Um, I do have to say that there are also men that have used the hashtag because you know it's not only women, but it, it's not so much about um, equality. It's more about um, people that have been taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. uh, this movement in Latin America is similar because yes, um, it's people that are also being taken advantage of. However. This is more about um, women. It, it's more like about. It's and it's also more about life and death. Right? Correct. Because a, a lot of times, crimes against women ends up in a woman dying. Yes, they, they do not end up in a happily ever. So after. they they don't get the chance to go and complain in social media, and say, hey, you know, these this is happening at work. No, oh, or, or or even to the police. For that matter, right? Or if they go to the police, uh, they get dismissed. Or if the case advances and goes to the courts, and the person gets uh, punished for for the crime, the, the if the man gets punished for the crime, then the punishment is very lenient, right? Correct. I mean, a lot of times. Most of the times. Uh, and and so why is this important? How, what, what does this have to do with you know our conversations about immigration to the U.S. Well, um, uh, many of the asylum seekers that go to the southern border, 
they are women fleeing violence in, in Latin America, uh, mainly in Central America, because you know, lately it's been, it's been mainly migrants from Central America. And they, you know, they're fleeing violence. Uh, even, you know, as it's very risky on its own to, to attempt to cross the, the border uh, yeah, and, uh, and come from far. You know, they, they're not coming from Mexico. They're coming from farther south. I mean, just if you think about it, just let's say let's say that a, a woman is coming on on her own, or maybe with her kids, just trying to cross the border to get to a different country on its own. That is already dangerous enough, right? Because it's like you have to go through countries that you don't know. Yes, I mean, thankfully you speak the same language, but the language is different in, in its own. Like you're still, yeah, you're, you're you're speaking Spanish, but people can tell that you are different. not from there. Yeah, right. you, you you are an immigrant because your your accent is completely different, and so people will surely will try to take advantage of that person. That person will not have money, or maybe will have money but in a different currency, and so if you imagine all the things that you have to go through. As a tourist, you know, visiting another country. Now imagine that, but with the fear of, um, I don't know, the, the fear of losing your life or, or, or losing the life of your kids and, and just hoping, trying to get to this other place and, and get comfort and, and get safety. And it's crazy. Yeah. And, and so why would they do that? Why would they try to you know, put their themselves at so much risk. Because they are... It's riskier back home, right? Yeah, it's it, got to it, be... It, it's the, the fear, I mean, it, the risk must be huge. Right, so they, they have to weigh their options and they're going to find out, okay, uh, if I'm successful at making it to the southern border, if I'm successful at seeking asylum in the U.S., and if my case gets approved, I've made it, right? I fled this place where um, the possibility of being the victim of a crime, of femicide, I think it's the word, you know, uh, violence or uh, uh, crimes against women, you know, they, they're seeing that, that they have, um, their odds are better if they try it. Yeah. Rather than just staying in their home country, so uh, it just highlights this this problem in the region and and the where we come from. You know, in Latin America, there's still this problem of violence against women, um, and there's a system that is not helping the women try to get justice or trying to prevent these crimes from happening in the first place. Right, and 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 so. Um, the when you see this movement catching fire, starting in Chile, then Colombia, then Mexico, um, you know, in, in other parts of the world, uh, and, you know, they I've seen it happen in Spain, where these chants are are being performed uh, in Italy, in France, in Germany. Um, you know, there are some variations to. Um, to the lyrics, lyrics and the chants, because they're trying to adjust it to their circumstances and to their country. Um, because the original chant um, that started in in Chile, it talks about you know specific circumstances 
Um, they talk about the Carabineros um, in Chile. Um, how would I explain the Carabineros? I think they're they're like the police, the Chilean police. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it, it's the same word for um, Italian police as well. Okay, so uh, uh, in, you know, it's I think it's it's a powerful chant. It's it's a it's a powerful message that, that they're delivering, um, and. And you know, again, the the main part of this performance talks about rape. And they're basically saying it's it doesn't matter. Uh, um, you know, it's not my fault uh, the way that I dressed, the way that I looked, or where I was. That that's not an excuse for men to to rape women, right? Uh, to uh, to take advantage of women. Yeah, it's it's just not an excuse. But I I last year was back home in, in Peru and I've I, I had conversations with people where they say, um, you know, but these girls they need to stop dressing up like this. You know, they they need to stop going to these places. Uh, in and I, I I get that you know you you always want to be in a safe place, um, but blaming the victim for the crime is is very sad, um, yeah. because the way you dress is not an invitation for anybody to do something to you. Um, it's it's like saying uh, I don't know I see this guy that is very muscular, very strong, so I think I'm gonna just grab him to help me move, right? It seems like he can, he can... Uh, well, not, not, not grab him, you're gonna force him. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, you're gonna just force yeah him I'm to not gonna invite him. I'm just gonna take him over to my house and he's gonna carry these big boxes. The, the furniture. Uh, the furniture, because he looks, he looks like, you know, he's running outside with uh, you know, showing it up, showing his muscles. So, uh, yeah. it's he's telling me that he wants to help me. Yeah, right? and, and, and I mean, and this is just putting it lightly because obviously rape is not, you know, not like it, that. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like that. But it's, yeah. I mean, that's you know, it, I mean, the fashion here in the U.S. is pretty much about the same as in, in, in other countries. So what do you think is different? I mean, because the fashion is the same. We can't say that people in Chile or, you know, women in Chile or in South America dress more uh, provocatively. Uh, m maybe they They're do. More provocative. Uh, uh, not necessarily. Not I mean, necessarily. You, go, you I mean, go to Miami. Yeah, it's the same. There's, there's many Latin Americans there. And they dress the same. And they may be even more revealing. Yeah, or, or in California or, you know, in down in Texas or Louisiana because, you know, there is a lot of heat down there. Yeah. Um, but the fashion is the same. Yeah. And, and we're not saying that it doesn't happen in the U.S. It does happen, right? That's true. But uh, the rate at which it happens, it, it's it's totally different. Yes. And, you know, the, it needs to improve here in the U.S. too. There's cases where, you know, uh, uh, um, somebody who's raped a, a, a woman has not received... Uh, you know, a, the a sentence. sentence that he should receive. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a couple examples that come to mind, but the the thing is, it's it ends up very badly usually in, in Latin America for for the women. Uh, so what is difference is the cult. I think it's the culture. 
it's the way how we perceive women, how we see women uh, in in our home countries. Um, you know, and and I guess in a way we may feel, uh, and I'm talking about you know, men may may feel that. Uh, you know what? What are they gonna do to me if I do this? I, they probably feel that they can get away with a crime. Yeah, uh, it's not as bad, and you know they feel like this is just not a big deal. Um, and and also they feel that women are a possession, right? They're they are my property. Once they get involved with me, they're my property. Yeah, I mean they don't even see them as human beings. It's like. Uh, um it's like something that I have in my house. You know, They're subhuman, just, yeah. Yeah, just, just like I have this cell phone, um, you know, I have also this this woman. Right, because you don't think of myself as going to walk away from my house, right? You mm-hmm. think if my cell phone is it's not in my house, somebody must have come and taken it away. Yeah. They stole it from me. I'm going to go get it back. Yep, and I can do to my cell phone whatever I want because it's my cell phone. Right. And that's that's a horrible way to um, to think or to perceive another human being. Yeah. So uh, so I read this this report from the New York Times. Uh, they published it back in August, and they're what they're saying is that of the top twenty five deadliest countries for women in the world, fourteen of those countries are in Latin America. That's that's a lot of countries for just one region. But also, let me just tell you, um, just because, you know, as we were talking about what the difference is, um, I do think that the main factor is culture. But I also believe that the problem is the law over there. True. And because... It's got to be a combination of both. It's got to be. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you do something and you know that you're going to get away with it, then you are going to do it. But if you know that you're not going to get away with it, then, you know, you may, you may think twice about it. Uh, so let me just ask you, because a, a lot of those people, like, like we mentioned just a minute ago, they come to the, to the U.S. trying to seek asylum or trying to seek assistance. Um, now, I'm going to play... I'm going to play a little bit of the devil's advocate here. Okay. So why do they have to come to the U.S.? Why, I mean, like, why, why the U.S. of all places? Yeah, I mean, I, I, get, I get that most of the countries that have this issue are in Latin America. Mm-hmm. But someone from um, Guatemala mm-hmm. trying to get to the U.S., it seems like the person has to go um, a few countries and many, many, many miles mm-hmm. to get here rather than going somewhere else. Why? I think first, it's still the closest place where they can find safety because what other options do they have? Where else would they go? Go south, South America? Well, they the prob- could. The problem is still there. Um, now, you could say, yeah, well, they can stay and fight the system and change the system. Well, I think that's been happening for decades. And that's why there's laws that are uh, 
being uh, enacted. True, but let's, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Again, I'm just playing the devil's advocate because, you know, there's two of us. So one, no, of, no, one, I, of, I, us, one of us has to, right? You so, have, I guess you have to put yourself in their shoes. Yep. Think, what, would, what would you do? What, I mean, what, what would you do if, if you find yourself in a position where you could be killed? Right? If you're fleeing a domestic partner who beats you, who um, you know, has a, maybe a, a, a drinking problem, it's just a matter of time that this person is going to try to kill you. Right? And if you try to flee, if you say you, you just move away and just go to another city, um, this man, what do you think it's going to do? It's going to go try to find the woman. And once he finds her, is he just going to say, hey, welcome back, we're just going home? No, there's, they, they will try to, uh, you know, to hit him and to the point that they they will you know the women will eventually die probably right um, that's true but again playing the devil's advocate here um, you know it's horrible it really is horrible that something like that could happen to someone um, but why do we have to get involved on in that this that that seems like a very um, not even national, but a very domestic issue um, that that person um, has to go through, and mm -hmm. so it seems like they should be able to rely on on their government. And you may say, well, you know, their government doesn't help or doesn't do anything. Okay, but it is their government. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. The, when when the person is paying taxes, when the person is doing uh, everything, they're doing it over there, and that's their government. So shouldn't um, their government protect them, and shouldn't they rely on their government rather than going to a different government for protection? They should rely on their government. That's I mean that is the truth. Uh, help should be in their countries. The reality is that. It isn't. Now, this conversation is not an invitation for people to just to rush the border and come. The conversation is more, is, is more uh, for us to understand why there are women fleeing their home countries in, in Latin America, in Central America. And why they're uh, coming and, here. And why they're coming here. Now, mm -hmm. it's, we're not saying everyone who's had this problem has to come here. No, we're just highlighting, okay, you, have you seen... Have you seen in the many, uh, you know, in the past few years or months, um, that there is a, there's a lot of people kind of rushing to the border? Uh, yeah, some of those are women with children. Why? What are they? Yeah, they're fleeing poverty, they're fleeing violence, and um, you know, they when they come and they seek asylum, they do it on the basis of domestic violence. You know, I I, I have the chance of being killed. Mm -hmm. There's, right. there's a high probability of being killed. And so, and that doesn't mean that they will necessarily be uh, accepted, right? That their case will go through in, in the courts. It's just it just highlights the problem. I, I do think those uh, of those people that come, you know, the women that come to the border 
and, and they seek for asylum, I think their cases should be heard. They shouldn't be dismissed. Because um, if they're being dismissed, they we are just as bad as these courts in their home countries, where you know they're they have little chance of getting justice yeah. or 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 get into a safe place. Okay. Um, I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this is. It's happening in, in, you know, the way that it's uh, said here, it's happening in America's backyard. You know, it's this, these protests uh, began in Latin America, uh, and it just highlights the problem. It, it is a reality. Um, women in, in certain countries in Latin America get killed at a higher rate. Uh, and that's why these protests make sense, and that's why th these chants are becoming popular. And, and it just helps to highlight why uh, some of these women are arriving in, in the southern border to seek asylum. Uh, and their case should be heard. They should, they not necessarily should be accepted. I mean, their case shouldn't necessarily be uh, um, believed automatically, but they should be heard. And it, it, they should be allowed to go through the courts to the immigration courts. Uh, that's that's our opinion. <laughs> that is our opinion. So thank you again for listening. Uh, this has been Community of Strangers. Uh, and feel welcome to uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. Till next time.